Greetings, salutations, and uh, hi there, and welcome to Making Sales Social Live. I'm Bob Woods, the LinkedIn Sherpa, and with me today, as always, is the LinkedIn Whisperer, Bryn Tillman. How you doing today, Bryn? Good, Bob. How are you? I am doing great and uh, looking forward to taking a deeper dive into our subject today. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week, Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. Uh, do you have people who are looking at your content, but you just don't know how many there are? And of course, the answer is yes, we all have that. But just as, or even more important, you don't know who they are. So we call them lurkers because they're behind the scenes absorbing all of the content that you put out. But for whatever reason, they don't want to be noticed. Today, Brent and I are going to talk about ways we can move those lurkers into engagers. So first, we're going to address why we want them to engage, Brent. Yeah. So. You know, if we're using LinkedIn and social selling to start conversations, we can't start conversations with people that we don't know exist. Exactly. So so the first thing, you know, why do we want them to engage? Because we want to start conversations with them and we want to identify who's engaging. Um, now, there are other reasons. Uh, generally, you know, that's the primary reason. But other reasons are, it, is the content I'm putting out there attracting the right people? Is that the right content? So sometimes we put out content that we want to share, not necessarily content that our prospects want to engage on. And so quick story, Bob and I have a client who is a financial advisor, financial professional who started putting out content, which was great early on in working with us, and started to get lots of engagement. But when we did a deeper dive into who was engaging, it was other financial professionals. It wasn't Not prospects. the audience. <laughs> Not the audience they wanted. Right. It, right. They didn't need other um, advisors. They wanted business owners and uh, other prospects. So what we determined was the content that he was sharing, which happened to be from Market Watch, I believe, was something that the entrepreneurs and business owners were not nearly as interested in as he thought. So we, you know, we want to make sure that um, we know who's engaging, we know who's consuming it, and we only know when they engage to make sure it's the right content. So that's number one. Yeah. So number two is why are they lurking and not engaging. So that's like the real crux of the problem. And, and in my mind, Bryn hit on that to a very large extent, because we're, we as sales professionals tend to want to talk about ourselves. We tend to want to share our knowledge to everyone. And that's important. It's, it, it's good to want to do that. But when it comes to social content, the type of thing that you need to be sharing again, is what Bryn just said, uh, the types of content that you're audience wants to consume. So number one, you have to determine who that audience is, because just like in the example Bryn gave, you don't want to attract other people who are in your profession and quite frankly, who might be competitors. And number two, you want to attract with content that is going to make 
the people who you're trying to to attract just kind of stand up and say, huh, I didn't know about that or hmm, that's a good point. I'd like to add something to to that. And then so that when you're attracting these people, they are more likely want to engage because you need to make them need to engage. And that's something that I learned in broadcast journalism when I was producing TV shows like way back when. It's not getting them to care. It's making them to care. Now, we didn't have engagement in broadcast, but that's kind of like taking that concept and applying it to social nowadays. You know, it's interesting to say making them to care. Because we can't really make them. I mean, make, the make them, but it's no, not compelled. My, my mind goes to so a couple things just I just want to share. When we do that social listening and we really understand yep. what they care about, you know, one of the things deeply learned in the go-giver, right? We can't make them do anything, but if we right. learn, right? But if we learn what it is that gets them to engage and then we change the way that we're showing up, you know, then, mm-hmm. then they will engage. So I, I, I love that concept. You know, I just want to play a little on where are they lurking and engage and, and not engaging? Like, so where sure. even beyond the why, because it's not just a blog post or a video or a LinkedIn live, or it's also your profile. So we get yep. a lot of lurkers on your profile. Now you can go into who's viewed your profile. And if you have uh, the free version, you can see the last five people, unless they are in anonymous mode. And a lot of people are like, they're in what we call lurker mode, right? So you don't even get to mm-hmm. see who they are. Or maybe you had seven people look at your profile and you missed two of them, right? right. So that's another thing, right? Where it's like, okay, so then I don't, you know, now if you have any kind of premium, you have the last 90 days, you can certainly go back. But, you know, so it's on your content. It would be in your newsletters if you have them, in your lives if you're running them in events. That's where they could be lurking and not engaging yet or your profile. So I just want to share kind of the where they're hanging out lurking. Yeah. And especially when it comes to the profile, it's kind of a shame to lose those people because you did something to generate enough interest for them to go over to your profile. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you really need to have the right quantity there to attract, teach and engage them. And I just had a and I just had a uh, prospect call this morning where where we talked a little bit about that, about about no like and trust, which is what everybody wants to do to or wants to be at with their uh, clients. But to get there, you need to attract, teach and, and, and engage them. And hopefully both your content and your profile are doing that. They should be doing that. I love that. So what's number three? Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Number three, numero tres, is what you can do, if I can read right, to encourage engagement. Yeah, so number one, you have to create, you have to resonate resonate with them. They have to know immediately that that content is for them. Number two, you have to create curiosity in the first line. You could do that with a statistic. You could do that with a question. You could do that with a a hot challenge, um, an industry insight, but you have to create curiosity. If you can't create curiosity in the first line, 
you're never going to get them to continue reading, let alone engage. Right. So right. really, really important. Yeah. So you want to give them a reason to click on that, see more. And what I say, you know, what I said before, make them care. I always put make in air quotes because it's not really making them. It's really about compelling them. It's like, yeah. wow. Com- I like the word them. compelling. Yeah. Compelling. Yeah. Compel them to watch and see more. Yeah, you see, we come up with strategies during LinkedIn Lives. You got to love that. So because if they don't click on see more, they're just going to keep scrolling, scrolling, you know, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. They're, they're going to keep doing that. So that's why the first line is so important. <laughs> Prince dancing uh, is, is so important to, to, to do that. So what can you do to encourage engagement is what we just talked about, right? Number Four also encourages engagement. And I think this is a big deal. So types of call to action is 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 what we're talking about here. So 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 encouraging engagement obviously should happen throughout your your copy. But to really start the encouragement of the engagement, you have to get them on to click see more. And that comes from your first line. Calls to action generally happen towards the end. So Bryn, uh, what are what are some of the types of, of CTAs that you like to use? Yeah, and and I agree that most happen at the end, but you can in a LinkedIn post move it up if you want to. Yeah, you can absolutely. Even though generally on blog posts and content, CTAs calls to action are almost always at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, we could flip the script a little bit if if it makes sense. So asking a question, but you could say share in comments your thoughts around this. If mm-hmm. now this is a fun one that I am I'm stealing from a, an amazing colleague, Joe Affelbaum. He did this a year ago. Maybe he does it more often, but it's something that I keep forgetting to bring up that I love that he does. It, and I think like we can do polls to do similar things, yes. but he'll but he'll say, if this is your answer, click like. If this is your answer, click on the heart. If this is your answer, click on the celebrate. Because if you look at that, there's a thumbs up, there's a heart, there's a clapping hands, there's a curious. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can actually get them to answer similar to a poll with the reactions. That's a fun one. I haven't, I mean, that just popped Mm -hmm. into my head from probably two years ago. Yeah, that's the way people used to do polls before polls were polls, basically. That's right. And now, yes, right. So we don't, we haven't talked about that because, yeah, because polls are how we get those answers, but, um, which is fun, but this is just another way, another call to action, telling them what the next step is, right? I read this, what should I do? So there, I tried one last week, which by the way, you guys can message me for this where um, I had shared something about Magical, which is a template text expander. And I said, if you want our templates, put yes, please in comments. And I got a whole bunch of people saying, yes, please. And the more people that said, yes, please, the more people saw what is yes, please. And then they went and saw it. So then I ended up connecting or messaging them the link to get those templates, feel free to message me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to send you a link to all of our templates. Um, But that was a call to action, right? That's a great one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what's the last one for today? The last one is, so some people may call it the circle of life. I personally call it the circle of content. How to keep them coming back for more. Yeah, so I love this, right? So, So 
the number one way to get people to come back for more is acknowledge when they engage. Bob mm -hmm. is famous for his quote, don't post and ghost. When you mm -hmm. do that, they never come back. Yep. But if, if someone comments, make sure you show appreciation for that comment. Maybe you go in and engage on their content as well. Here's where people miss that because that seems pretty easy. I can comment. You might get 20 reactions and three comments, but you never look at who's reacting. Mm -hmm. If you can, if they're a first degree, click on their name and just say, thank you so much for your engagement on my post. It means a lot. So easy, but guess what? Next time they see it, they're going to want to engage because you recognize them and you're just building rapport over and over again. Right. So. And then you never know what's going to come from even just that simple of a message because they may come back and say, hey, I, that 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 made me think of something and then blah, blah, blah. And then you can even continue the the, the conversation more from there, because remember, this is ultimately about conversations, conversations that you eventually want to take off LinkedIn. But it's about starting those sales conversations. And, and you can go a long way just on LinkedIn, whether it's via commenting or messaging or whatever, to really get that ball rolling. Absolutely. I love Brian Monahan. Click the hands clapping if you're looking. So if you are on, we've got lots of people watching. No, yeah. or Brian's the first one to comment. Go yes, ahead he and is. So go ahead and Brian's a, Brian's a commenter. We know that. So very good. So Thanks. Uh, thanks again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on We've LinkedIn, got lots right of hand now, clappings, by the way. Yeah, lots. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. I love it. So if you're with us live on LinkedIn right now and are hopefully clapping your hands virtually, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. Now, if you're listening to us pre-recorded on our podcast and you haven't subscribed already, smash that subscribe or follow button, whatever it is. And whatever it is you're listening to, we're in a lot of places to access all of our previous shows and be alerted when our new ones drop. So we do this and then we do our Making Sales Social Interview Series where we talk with leaders and experts in sales, marketing, business, and many more areas. I just did my first one last week. It was incredible. So hopefully that'll be coming up pretty soon. If you want more information, go to socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. And when you're out and about, make sure that you're making your sales social. Exactly. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.